0: Jesus. So this morning, man, I, I I don't know how this happened, but I got the greatest honor to to uh, bring in the word on this beautiful rainy Mother's Day. And it's such an honor when pastor t- asked me like, "Hey, you want to do the Mother's Day service?" So like, Are you kidding? <laughs> like, man, this is like one of the biggest Sundays. Like, thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's an honor. Thank you so much for trusting me and speaking into the lives. So this morning we're gonna, we're honoring the mothers, but I, I believe that God gave you a message that's going to be for all of us, not just for, for moms. We're going to honor you, and, uh, and the message it will be kind of directed, but during this, it's going to be for all of us, We're all. And it's okay. That's what I love about being in a Pentecostal. Pentecostal church, is where you can have fun, come into church, worshiping God, and you can laugh, you can cry, you can rejoice, and, and mourn, whatever. This is a, a, a beautiful part about being together in, in church. Beautiful thing. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to John chapter twelve, verse one through eight. And another cool story is while I was working on this, Pastor Act came to me. and was like, "Hey, what's your message going to be about?" And I said, "Well, like for Mother's Day, there's so many, so many uh, different messages I can preach." You know, I was able. Well, I, a couple of years ago, I preached a Mother's Day um, message when we were in Sparta, being the lead pastors there, and and uh, I was just I was tempted just to just to grab that. that was already you know in my files, and I could have got off easy. But I prayed about it, and God gave me this verse, and I went to the pastor, and he was like, "Well, I'm preaching about that the week before." <laughs> I was like, man, isn't that awesome how the Holy Spirit works? He, he, he speaks to us, and and uh, so last week, pastor kind of talked about this, the, the lady with the, the anointing oil, the perfume, the sweet perfume, and this this time I'm focusing on John, John chapter 12, verse 1 through 8. So this is coming from the, the New Living Translation, so it says, Starting with verse 1, six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he was raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who ate with him. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet. With it, Wiping his feet with her hair. The house filled with fragrance. But Judas Iscariot, the disciple who would soon betray him, said, That perfume was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold in the money given to the poor. Not that he cared, I like this, not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief, and since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor among you. Listen to this. Those that might be, I am the socialism. For those that of you that have your own personal businesses and love capitalism, Jesus kind of whacks us all upside the head and says, hey, listen, the, it, it doesn't matter what money you put into this thing, you, you can have, you can say all that you want, oh, why don't we do this for the poor? <laughs> but until we're actually serving the poor, the God guy says, you know what, the poor, it doesn't matter what you do, the poor is always going to be around you, but you're not not always going to have me right here. Such a profound statement, such a profound word for us this morning. I want to recognize what was going on here. Jesus was at the table. When I was kind of reading that, I was like, Not only do you have Jesus sitting at the table, but, but you have have uh, Lazarus that just a day or two before was raised from the dead. He was sitting at the table. You had Simon, the leper, sitting at the table. You had so many people filling the home of, of different testimonies in their life. Began just to kind of go back in my my thoughts and started thinking about those times and be at grandma's house, grandma's cooking at the table. That smell, oh man, of fried chicken, or maybe it was ham or turkey or or steaks or or uh, she she would make this awesome. I don't know if. Everybody would be like, oh man, that sounds kind of gross. But she would make the, the, this greatest soup. It was, it was called spinach bisque. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Just, a, just a few. No, nobody raised hand. <laughs> so that must be kind of like a more southern Illinois thing. But man, just it would, just the, the house would just smell just so good. And, oh man, just make you so hungry and just so excited. And there the families would come around the table and. Man, you'd be talking, and this is so excited. You know, and every once in a while, if you're like, if you have a normal family, there might be some arguments that take place. You might be talking about some politics and going back and forth. You know, I like this, and you know, I like this person. There might be a table, and clear the table, and get, that, get out the cards and play a little bit of cards. thing, just, man, help me out a little bit. Just just go back in your memories. and Oh, man, I remember those times. I remember those times. It just felt like yesterday when Grandma was at the table and Grandpa was at the table where my mom was at the table. Now, some of you today have lost that. You're going to go to a table that's going to be empty with Mom not being there with Dad. This memory of Jesus saying man, you're not always gonna have me at the table. I'm not always gonna be in, in this in this flesh. And was it was giving everybody in that room an opportunity. He was speaking into him, teaching them. Better start listening, before it's too late. And all this happened at the table. Now there's there's miracles at the table to, this afternoon. Hopefully you you men and sons and daughters are going to take your mom out. Hopefully moms aren't really cooking today, doing all the work. Right? that's okay. Understand? Sometimes you got to got to do. You got to fill in the gap <laughs> when the man is lazy. <laughs> got to cook for yourself, now. but a uh, miracle is at the table, and we're gonna gather around this morning for lunch, and we're gonna have all these testimonies, all these miracles sitting around the table. We got to recognize how blessed we are. Like I said earlier, it doesn't matter if you've been adopted, given up. Might not be your real mother, might be coming from a a broken family. You might have all the the issues to sit back and, and have plenty to complain about, plenty to cry about. But this morning we got to recognize that we are blessed. We are blessed. Because we're sitting here we're still alive we're breathing we're in the greatest country we've been born and raised in the, in the greatest country might have been immigrants to the into this the greatest country that there's things that if we just sit back and man I'm, I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm, I'm I'm so blessed I'm at a table when I am eating with a mom or dad that adopted me that that loved me that wanted to Child so bad that they come, came and brought me in. Don't forget about those things. Don't forget about what God has done for you—the miracles in your life. Right, God has got you through. God has got you through. I remember meeting my 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 best friend Andrew and Tani, and it all happened at the table. We met at a restaurant, sat down and started talking. I remember some of the most exciting times of sitting around a table with pastors and hearing all this stuff about the the move of the Holy Ghost and what God has been doing in in churches and, and all these miracles that have been taking place and laying hands on people and seeing them healed, healed of cancer and set free of depression, anxiety, Man, it gets you supercharged. And then there's been times where the table was made for perversion, and you kind of sometimes you just feel kind of gross when you walked away. Like, man, I should have been a better, <laughs> better, better person. Shouldn't have got caught up in that stuff. But this table. Filled with all kinds. People with testimonies. Yeah, Judas. The crazy. Some of you <laughs> might have family members that are the crazy ones that are that like to put on that two face. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love Jesus. They can they can recite the the scriptures inside and out, but then you watch them like, man, i not even living. <laughs> living the life, what's going on? The ones that cause the arguments, the ones that always question you. Oh, I don't, want, you're talking about that? I don't. Laid in the grave for four days. Witness Jesus walking up to the grave and calling out his name. always oh, like it. Preach. He had to call out his name because if he would have just said, rise up, everybody around the grave would have came out. He had to call his name out. Lazarus. But yet, Judas was still facing a sinful nature, was being pulled, was being swayed by the devil himself, being spiritually attacked, a mind being manipulated. It's so easy, my friends. It's so easy get caught up in so much stuff in this world that every day we have miracles that happen in our own eyes, but yet somehow we, we have moments where we turn away from God. And we see something, we run to something else, and it becomes more important than God himself in our lives. So easy. Here, Judas is at the table. Oh, should give it to the poor. And God, Jesus already knew in His own heart, Man, you're not saying this. We're not saying this because He really wants to go out and help the poor around Lamont. We're saying this because He's a thief. He's two-faced. He's a liar. He's just in it for himself. So easy to get caught up in that. He could have recognized what he had, the treasure that was with him at the table. The woman that was there that was giving her all to Jesus. sin, he let everything in his life lead him astray to where he would betray Jesus. Where he would would sell out. And it would affect him so much, he would go out and kill himself. This is how real this is. This is the same spirit, the same evilness, the same deceit. devil's here to kill, steal, and destroy. He's here to mess up the table. But thank God this morning that through it all, through all of our issues, through all the problems, through all the spiritual attacks, God has prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. It's the blessings. It's the blessings. We can go to it in all the chaos. The world is falling apart and back, and oh man, I think of all the memories of oh, grandmas at the kitchen, cooking, all laughing with, with all the family and friends, and oh man, you can just, oh, I just start smelling the, the food and just the, the peace. One thing I've been blessed with is a home that's filled with the peace. This comes because somebody had told your mama, somebody had told your father, somebody had told your grandma about Jesus. They might even heard it at, at the table, they might even have had discussions. I want this joy. God has prepared a table for you and I. This morning, if you're going through these spiritual attacks, if you're having these mind games, and you have, if you're being tore down, I'm not good enough. I wish I could have been a better, better mother Wish I could have been a better child or a better better sibling, a better son or a better daughter. This morning, Jesus is here. This morning you can turn and say, God, I'm following you. I'm giving my all. I want you more than ever before. Miracles at the table what has Jesus done in your life you better have a story to tell you better have a story to tell your children you better have a story to tell your friends your co-workers better start recognizing what God has done been doing in your life Impartation. People impart stuff in us. Moms and dads impart scriptures. Spoke over my life. Some impartation that we must we must do as a family of believers to speak into each other's lives to carry the Gospel. I love in Romans. It talks about blessed are those, blessed are the feet of those that carry the good news. Man, it just get, gets you kind of chilled to, to knowing that generations and generations, or some of the, some of you might have come from a background where nobody in your household served Jesus, but somebody carried the Word right to your doorstep, right right to you. serving Jesus. Now we get to the good spot, the good part, the conclusion, the preparation. Preparation at the table. Martha is getting all the food out. The smells of fried chicken, whatever they had back in and all of a sudden, through that smell, the sweet aroma started filling. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, what's going on? Just lounging at the table and all of a sudden, this, the atmosphere changes. The smells change to the sweet perfume. And there this woman named the sweet perfume. She broke it out. It was, in fact, it was so expensive. It was so precious. It was over a, a year's wages. You just think of, of giving up one year wages. Woman recognized what was at the table. She recognized what was in the room. It was Jesus. Her Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, was there. She recognized, and man, I have to give it all. I have to give everything to Jesus. She was recognized. wasn't saying, oh, I'm poor. I could sell this. I don't have this. This has happened to me. And now I'm giving everything to Jesus. I'm giving everything to Jesus. This morning, what is God speaking to you about? Are you, are you giving everything that, that you have, that you own, to Jesus? So much, so many times are so con- consumed just the world, that we never pay attention, someday we're going to die and going to face eternity. better know what your all is being poured into. So the older I get, the more I see, you know, there's some things that matter, and there's some things that don't. Mary could have easily held on to her life savings, this ointment, whether what it was used for, whether it was a precious ointment just saved for her marriage, and she gave it all And it just makes it more powerful because he said, you know what, God, through my marriage and everything, I, I give everything to you. I give everything to you, God. It's precious perfume. It's worthless. But you, oh God, I'm gonna, this is my eternity. This is my Lord and Savior, the Messiah can't deny it because there's miracles. There's blessings all around the table. I hope this the, this afternoon when you're sitting around, you really grasp the blessings that really are around you. The love, and it was because of Jesus. Because of Jesus at the table. We have this. We're here to with if you guys back up as we close. All along, she thought she was giving everything to Jesus. But really, she was preparing Him for His burial. Just like that, just like how she was preparing Jesus for His burial, I thank God for a mom that has prepared me for eternity, has spoken to my life, has shared the Word of God. And hey, someday, someday you're going to meet Jesus face to face. Someday your expiration date is going to come at your door. And here's the thing right here. I thank God when my brother was was dying of cancer, in the hospital bed just a few days before he died, he grabbed my mom by the hand. He he didn't say, you know, thank you, Mom, for taking me to every sports camp there was, every sports game, and getting me all involved in all this, and helping me work hard so I have all this money to share with all my, my, my families. And he said, thank you, Mom, for teaching me about Jesus. And that was it. Thank you, Mom. That's why it was it was tough. It made me cry seeing those kids. And thank you, Mom, for teaching me about Jesus. That's what it's all about on this Mother's Day, as we honor you, as we show our re- our respect and love. Even though my mom has spanked my knee. <laughs> even when I got older, she didn't have the strength to make it hurt, where I'd start laughing, and then she'd get the belt and a a stick, like, yeah, I'm going to see you laugh, and then after that, then it was my dad, he'd have to come and (laughs) take care of the business, I could sit back, oh, I was amused, Pastor, I got such a hard life, I got to have some counseling, I got to find a counselor, oh, man, I've I've been been such a terrible pastor. Don't run to your little safe space. Don't run to your little room every time you get your feelings hurt. Get up. And you're blessed. You're blessed. Jesus is living inside of you. Man, go out and face your problems. Go out. Man, God's already got a table prepared for you. There's, there's nothing that's going to happen to you. You're going to be a strong to so get your big boy pants on. Put your big boy pants on and face the problems. And because of that, I'm here preaching. I've had to face my fears. There's a time when I first went up and faced the crowd shaking. What if I forget? What if I mess up? Now it's just fun. I just get up here and have notes, and I don't even follow them. Always waste my time. I don't even know why I do it, but it's it's exciting because we're preaching about Jesus. We're feeling the joy. A God is just right in this room this morning. Man, we got a God that wants to heal you of your diseases, of your sicknesses, of your mind games. He could have easily helped Judas. Would have forgave given Judas. But it Let it go simply would not recognize the blessings, what was actually at the table, what was in the room with him, what he followed. He had the greatest seminary education because he was taught by Jesus himself and yet he still went out and killed himself. how easy, my friends, it is to reject Jesus. This is how easy it is to get caught up and teach our kids to be fearful, to be afraid, to be scared to death, to to always run from the the problems of life instead of facing them. Instead of, you know what, devil, I'm tired of being attacked. Every day I wake up, I'm facing this anxiety. I'm facing I'm tired of it. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. This is why I love preaching. Because we're going to see some miracles today. We're going to see maybe some families reconciled today. That maybe have not really cared to sit at the table. You my mom and dad might be sitting there. You know, today I think we're going to, we're going to kind of talk about Blessings in our lives. I haven't really shared how Jesus came into my life. Wouldn't that be beautiful on this Mother's Day? To recognize what Jesus has done in our lives and see healing take place right in the very room where chaos, where arguments once lay. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He is here this morning. As we sing this song, I, I, this altar, this is what we call the altar. My, t- my message was called at the table. You can call it, hey, this is, this is the table. I'm going to the table this morning. got to get our families familiar with the altar. This area shouldn't be a place of, I'm too afraid. What would people think of me if I come to the altar? What kind of problems will they think I have? What kind of gossip will they say I have? But you be coming to the altar just to get closer to God, just to, to give it all, to get that sweet perfume inside of God. I've worn it out. Thank you, God, for the blessings in my life. Thank you, God, for the mom and dad that I had.
1: God, help me.
0: God, to to give my, my all, my everything. Man, that sweet perfume. Let it fill. Let it fill our hearts. Let it fill the room of praise, of worship. So this morning, Whatever need you have, this is your challenge. Whatever you need you're facing. And you just want to say, thank you, God. This morning the, the table is set, it's prepared. It's like Mary, she had to take this step. And you can read it out of Mark, out of Matthew, and the different perspectives, and it was uncomfortable. what's she doing? What in the world is all that about? But she didn't care. She was, she knew. Jesus, my Savior, my Lord and Savior, this morning, we're going to sing the song. This altar is going to be open for you. Like I said, if you need prayer for anything, pastor and I and the elders, we're going to pray for you. Just like the scriptures say, right? Are we believing a lie? Lay hands Those that are sick And anoint them with oil And they will be healed Pray for miracles this morning Miracles at the table This morning Let's come and worship God